It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, we got a big hour ahead. We're going to be talking to a guy, 72 years old, who has beaten cancer and then won some big lottery, and he's on his way to Arizona to realize his dream of watching the Eagles in the Super Bowl. It's a beautiful story. It's coming up at the bottom of the hour. We're going to Arizona now, where I believe we just woke up. Our football expert, the gridiron genius, he is a GM Shuffle podcast, the great Mike Lombardi. Hi, Mike. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing? You sound great. What's it like out there, Mike? It is, uh, you know, because it's so spread out. You know, I'm in Scottsdale, and some of the activities during the day, I'm downtown in Phoenix. It's crowded. The radio rows obviously packed, but uh, the town's packed because they have waste management golf tournament going on, too. So it's got a lot of things going on. Then, of course, the Kevin Durant news. So the town is electric. There's no doubt, and there's a ton of Eagle fans all over. Well, here's the thing, Mike. Somebody just so- showed me a video of the airport right now. Philadelphia. You yeah. should see the, the 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 entire flight to Arizona is filled with Eagle fans. And I don't yeah. get, Mike, I'm not sure how that's possible because it's still over $3,000 a ticket to get in. Sounds like they're going there and just being a part of outside the ballpark. No doubt. Uh, my wife was on a flight on Wednesday, and before they crossed the Mississippi, the plane was out of alcohol filled with Eagle fans. So. <laughs> I, believe, I totally believe that. All right, tell me what this is like, Mike, for a first-time coach. Nick Sirianni has never been in this setting before. Is it overwhelming? Tell me what it's like from that perspective. Well, you know, I wrote about this for VEASAN.com. I think a lot of this game does impact the mental aspect of how do you stay in the moment? How do you not get too far ahead of yourself? How do you not kind of try to rush to the end and just kind of treat it like a regular game? And I think because he's got so many older players around him, whether it's Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, guys that have been in the big game before, I think that certainly helps. You know, there's a great scene in, in Hoosiers where Norman Dale, the coach of Hoos- of Hickory High, measures the court and tells the kids, hey, the court's the same size, the basket's the same size. I think you got to have that mentality. It, you know, the fanfare is all over, but once the game starts, the game is the game, and I think you have to stay in the moment. The good thing for Nick is he doesn't have to worry about calling plays. He only has to worry about controlling the game and seeing the game and being in the moment. And reminding others. So I don't think it's going to be that much of a big adjustment for him because I think the the reality of it is is the players on the field, they're the ones that have to go through it. And and they've got such an experienced team, I don't think it's going to affect them. And, Mike, on the other sideline is a man we're very familiar with, Andy Reid, who has been there three of the last four years. But the nation is going wild gushing over him. Does he deserve all this praise? Is he that great? 
You know, I, look, he's in the top five, ten coaches of all time in terms of wins. His ability to develop the quarterback is unbelievable. You know, he goes from Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes, and, you know, he uses the, the Buffalo Bills, trades up to get that pick, and he continues on with his uh, offensive football. So, I mean, Andy's really good. And you know what's amazing about Andy is he overcomes Andy. There's a lot of times, like in Cincinnati game, where he overcomes himself and he's able to kind of come out the victor. This game is going to require him to really be sharp in terms of the game management, not exposing his defense as much as he did. The last time these two teams played, he only had seven possessions in the game. Now, they scored six touchdowns in seven possessions. They had an interception. The eighth possession was a kneel down. So he's got to manage the game correctly. The last time they played, he did. All right, let's get to Hurts. Because everybody's talking about Mahomes, but Hertz has uh, yeah, he got almost no support from most valuable player. If you had to vote, which way would you have gone with that, Mike? I think there's no doubt I'd go with Mahomes. Mahomes okay. is unique in the sense that he tilts the field. I mean, a lot of those plays that the the Chiefs make in the red zone, they're so good in the red zone, is because they're off scripted and Mahomes' ability to move by time, ad lib, uh, off schedule, run around a little bit. I mean, that's Tennessee game. Tennessee gets one first down after the second quarter for the remainder of the game. For the remainder of the game. And they go to overtime. And it takes two Mahomes scrambles to tie the game at 17. He just makes certain plays. And around a team that doesn't have Tyreek Hill, last time the Eagles played, Tyreek Hill dominated the game. Now they don't have Tyreek Hill, and their offense has gotten better. All right, but uh, Hurts has been known to take a slight like that and use it to his advantage. Can you see that happening in the game? I think this is going to be about the Eagles' 53-man roster being better than the Chiefs' 53-man roster. I don't think this is about Mahomes versus Hurts. I think Hurts needs to play within the game. And this is the best team, Philadelphia, in terms of first-half points scored. They score average 18.6 in the first half. Their defense gives up nine points. They go into halftime with a nine-point lead in every single game. I think if he just stays the course and utilizes his skills and not tries to play outside himself, that's the key, right? In these big games, you don't want to do more than you're capable of doing. Don't worry about winning the MVP of the game. Worry about winning the Super Bowl. Worry about the next play. I think if Hurts stays within the moment, he's going to be fine. Mike, you gave me great advice before San Francisco game. You told our listeners, whoever scores first is in a great position. Uh, how you see in this the early part of this game? How important is it that one team get the upper hand on the other? Well, I, I believe this in football. The number one stat in all of football is first half point differential. What that means is who goes into halftime with the lead. Eagles are the number one team in that. Kansas City's number two. It always happens, Angelo. Whoever does that stat, whoever controls that stat, typically gets to the final four, gets to this game. I think it's really important for the Eagles to play from in front. I really do. Right. I think what they need to do is they need to tack on points in the fourth quarter. Look, this is going to be a close game going into the fourth quarter. And you're going to have to be able to execute in the fourth quarter. Where I think the Eagles gain a unique advantage is that Chiefs are the worst third and one team in all of football. They have a hard time converting short yardage. The Eagles are one of the best short yardage teams in all of football. That area of the game usually impacts the game the most. I love that. Well, Mike, what you're saying – I love what you're saying, but all right, Eagles win the toss. Take the ball then, right? Get the ball first. Well, I, th I think you got to play from in front, but I, I would take the ball because, look, there's no real advantage. Andy's going to give you the ball back in the middle eight. Andy doesn't even care about the middle eight. So because he doesn't ever execute the clock in the middle eight, why not take the ball? 
because he could care less about the middle eight. I mean, that's what happened in the Cincinnati game. He had a chance to run that clock out in the Cincinnati game and go into halftime, and yet he throws three passes and gives them the ball back. So when the opponent doesn't care about the middle eight, take the ball. I like it. Mike Lombardi, the whole city of Philadelphia awaits this moment. Mike Lombardi, who's going to win Super Bowl 57? I, I I said in my column, I said on the air yesterday on my podcast, I like the Eagles 30-24. to 24. I think at the end of the day, this is the fourth quarter game. Elliott's a better kicker than Bucker. Bucker's still injured. Here's the other thing I think it's really important. Special teams. Chiefs, the worst special teams in football. The Eagles, the 31st special team in football. I think somebody's got to make a play in the kicking game. I like the Eagles 30-24. Mike Lombardi, if I don't speak to you again as the host at WIP, all I could do is offer you my deepest Thanks for all the amazing contributions you made to our show. It's always Thank been one so of my much. favorite segments, Mike. You really know the game. Looking forward to Gridiron Genius, the sequel, when it comes out this fall. Mike, thank you, my friend. Thank you, Angela. Thanks, everyone.